So I don't know if anybody here has ever wondered what life would be like if you had made different decisions in your life. Anybody here ever think of that? I wonder what it would be like if I didn't do this, if I didn't do that. But the word for 2020 is to have no regrets and to look forward. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, this is the verse for this year. For every year, but this year. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind. Hallelujah. What's be, think about what's behind you. Yesterday is behind you. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. What is ahead? Can you see what's ahead for you? I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So let, let me just read the rest of this verse. All of us who are mature should embrace this point of view. Forgetting what's behind and pressing towards what's in front of us. And then it says, if you think differently about some issue, God will reveal this to you as well. Nevertheless, we must live up to what we have already attained. That's the challenge of life. Is being able to press towards the future, but maintaining what you got going on. Anybody with me? You know what I'm talking about? It's like you, you, you know what God wants to do in your life. You have these uh, desires. You have these dreams that God has put in your heart. But it it, you, it's like you got to maintain what's already there. So it's stopping you from moving forward. But I believe that it's possible to maintain what you got going and to aim for the future. Hallelujah. You guys know what I'm talking about? You can transition into your future. If you know what your life is supposed to look like, you have a picture of what God wants to do. There's a way to make, and you know, this is what I've learned in my life, that when I was willing to let go of something in my past, it made way for something in the future. The moment I closed my old business, my new business started being fruitful. Hallelujah. 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 The moment I let go of my, my other church that I was going to, I'm just talking for me. I let go of my other thing that I was doing five things at once. I let go of that and I put all of my effort into where I felt God was leading me. I saw promotion. I saw things starting to move and everything aligning in my life yeah. towards my future. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you. Is there anything? And, and see, I'm not saying to cut the, cut the boat, go on the island and cut the boat. That's not what I'm saying. Right? There's wisdom. But if you're always looking at what's behind you, and you can't press towards what's in front of you. You're going to stay in the same place. And God is not the God of the same place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's always taking you somewhere. 
He doesn't want you to stay in third grade forever. <laughs> in fourth grade. Like, can you imagine doing third grade? Oh, you guys ever watch Groundhog Day? It's the same day over and over. And it's almost like God moves at your pace. Hallelujah. Write that down. He's not going to kick you and push you to get things done. <laughs> if you would have gotten it done a year and a half ago or 10 years ago, you wouldn't have to be doing it now. Hallelujah. So we're going to look at, at uh, aligning yourself. So the word that I got was recalibration. Recalibration, setting or correcting of a measuring device or a base level, using by adjusting it to match or, or conform a dependably known and unvarying measure. So you guys know what recalibration is, right? So a gun, for example, when you shoot the gun, you can aim and hit where you're trying to aim. But the more you use it, eventually it gets off center. You know what I'm talking about? And then you got to recalibrate the gun. I had a scale that I would step on, and instead of starting at zero, it started at minus 10. Hallelujah, I love that scale. <laughs> <laughs> but see, when I would step on the scale, it didn't give me an actual picture of, of reality, because it was... It was not calibrated properly. So sin is comes from the word hamartia. It means missing the mark. Missing the mark. So let me let me give you a little idea because I was thinking about this. I just saw myself just yesterday. I used to be really messy. Borba would say I'm still messy, but in my mind, I'm not messy anymore. I used to be really messy. But now, I've understood this principle of recalibration. And I saw myself this week walking in my house and just anything that's out of order, putting it in order. As I'm walking, I'm like, turn the light off, shut the door, take the, like, I, I, I can't even walk anywhere without putting something in order. I'm like, do, do, do. Anybody else do that? Yeah. And it's, it made me think, that's, that's how we're supposed to walk every day. Bringing order to things that are out of order. Dude, order feels good. I'm telling you. So I, I, I just saw this picture and, and I was thinking like, as we walk life, as we do business, as we do family, 
The moment you see something that's out of calibration, that's not where it's supposed to be, boom, put it back. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna challenge you in 2020 to be like that. Why? Because it's gonna free up your life. What happens when you don't clean your dishes for two weeks? Anybody ever done that? The festering. It's called festering. Can I say that when we leave things out of alignment in our life for too long, it starts festering. It starts smelling bad. And the longer you leave it unresolved, you're angry at someone. Instead of fixing it, you stay angry for a year, for two years. Next thing you know, that thing is nasty. It's got a life of its own. It's growing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Spring cleaning. So I'm just, I just, I want you to have a picture of me walking in my house, shutting every door, shutting the drawer, putting the knife back, like, like nonstop, just like everything, bag. Shoes are there. Broom, get the broom. I, I, I wasn't like that before. Get the broom, yeah, like, that's, and, and it becomes, I used to hate cleaning, but it becomes, it's a lot easier when you're doing it while you're walking. Walking into my calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No, boom, do, boom, yeah. boom. I'm not yet too, I need Nails are too long, cut them. <laughs> <laughs> But see, I'm, I'm talking about physical, but I'm also talking about spiritual. Of course. You got something, you're angry at God. Anybody ever been angry at God a little bit? That's, you're not going to get hit by lightning? Oh, I've tried to get hit by lightning. <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it works. No, I'm just saying, don't push God and get hit by lightning. <laughs> it's not okay, so that's the balance there. Hallelujah. Okay, so the airplane. Okay, do you know that if you actually start at one point, okay, from the equator, and you go around the world on an airplane, and you're one degree off, do you know how small one degree is for a plane? One degree off. You're going to end up 500 miles away from the direction that you've started. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna be like way off that way. That's why it's so important as we walk in life to constantly be like that plane, the airplane. What the airplane does is that if it's going off on one side, it has a mechanism that makes it go back. And it's not more work to bring it back straight. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm talking about intentionality in 2020. So why is this so important? Who likes this verse? Matthew 7, verse 26. Everyone who hears the words of Jesus and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built a house on the sand. 
So constantly, we need to develop this skill. I believe it's a skill of being intentional, of drawing back and realigning your thoughts to what Jesus is saying. Realigning your life to what Jesus is saying. Why? Because anything but that is like a house built on the sand. If Jesus told you to do something, and then we're going to look at what he told us to do. We're going to look at that. Hallelujah. And the idea is this. The idea of this is this. Is that is that every time there's see like your thought wants to your thought life wants to bring you to think a certain thought to be able to realign it to Jesus's thought it sounds easy right who here likes to build on the sand Anybody here ever had this kind of lifestyle where you go up and down and up and down and up? Today you're committed. The other day you're not committed. Another day up and down. This day you're, you want to be on the worship team. The other day you don't want to... Uh, anybody like up and down and up and down. God wants to entrust you with talents. He wants to entrust you with things. He wants to entrust you with relationship. He wants to entrust you with money. You know why we go up and down and up and down? Because we're not believing in the words that Jesus has told us. We're doubting. Like if we're constantly in a state of doubt about everything, we're going to be up and down. Hallelujah. The moment you start flying straight and these zigzags get smaller and smaller, and smaller who wants that mm. no more ups and downs and up your emotional roller coaster <laughs> smaller and then plumb line come on who wants that <laughs> it's 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 easy to hide what's going on in here anybody ever have storms inside going on in here <laughs> Stomach's rumbling. Are you okay? I'm good, man. How's your day going? I'm good. <laughs> You're like dying inside. I'm okay. <laughs> I feel like that's what God wants us to do. Is to be able to understand who we are in Him and to be able to not stray away from that and to be centered in that. This is who I am in you. 
And we got to stop doubting God. Hallelujah. Every time you doubt, you're going like this. You know what I'm talking about? Should I give my heart? Should I love again? Should I be nice again? Well, Jesus told you to be nice. So just be nice, and you're not going to go like this. Just be nice. <laughs> be friendly. Love your enemies. Hallelujah. And we have all these ideas of what that sounds like. Oh, well, Jesus, you know, you just don't mean it. I'm supposed to love my enemies, but I'm not going to hug them. You could hug them. Hallelujah. The moment you're not following what Jesus told you to do, it's a roller coaster. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. So the benefits of aligning with Jesus... And that's what I mean by aligning. I mean aligning your thoughts with his thoughts for your life. Aligning your call with his call. Right? Aligning your family with him. Aligning your thoughts, your attitude, your behavior with how he wants you to be. That's called alignment. That's what I call alignment with Jesus. The enemy cannot put his guilt on you. <clears throat> I don't believe God puts guilt on you. The enemy makes you feel guilty. And he's hard to push away. I mean, you hear people, I've got authority over the devil, and I can crush him. And But you know what? It's not that easy, guys. Hallelujah. I can attest to that. <laughs> He's a lot easier to get rid of when you know in your heart that you followed what Jesus has told you. Hallelujah. A cheater is always living in fear and doubt. Amen? Amen. Confidence is the opposite of guilt. real confidence it's attractive it generates faith it generates favor that means when someone is trying to pull you into their gossip you, you pull back confidence is attractive aligning with Jesus it's a common standard for integrity. Christian or not Christian. If you follow what Jesus told you, they're going to see you as someone with integrity. I almost like people that don't agree with me more than people that agree with everything I say. <laughs> you, want to, you want to find a good wife or a good husband? Find someone who's not going to agree with everything you say. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Why? Because how are you going to grow if, if, if you're never challenged? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
There will be supernatural power released in your life. When you align yourself with Jesus, and let's look at that real quick. The words of Jesus will not come back void. When you start walking into what Jesus has told you to do, there's power, power being released. Can I say this? It's hard to just say, I'm going to obey, and I don't know why. Everybody needs some kind of reward. Who here likes to just... They used to love when their parents would say, you say, why? And they say, just because I said so. Anybody like that? Because I said so? No. Does that work? I don't even think parents say that anymore. No. Obeying Jesus releases a supernatural power in your life. That means that it doesn't come back void. Every step of obedience towards him releases power and anointing and angels working on God's behalf. I'm excited about that. What does it say? You will go out in joy You'll be led into a whole and complete life. Woo! Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work and making things grow and blossom, who wants their life to grow and to blossom? Hallelujah! Producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. So you'll go out in joy. You'll be led into a whole and complete life. Obeying Jesus, to obey, just obey Jesus, is not going to be enough motivation for you to just obey him because he said so. Hallelujah. <laughs> Even David, before he, he killed Goliath, he's like, what's in it for me? They're like, well, you're not going to have to pay taxes ever again. He's like, okay, I'll take that. Boom, one killed Goliath. Don't feel bad because you want a reward. David wanted a reward. If you obey Jesus, okay, when we read this verse, a lot of times people say, well, when I declare the word of God and I'm, I'm quoting the scripture in the air, it's going to do its work. And I'm not saying that's not true, but what I'm saying is his words, when you come into alignment with his words, they're not going to come back void. You can quote scripture all day and not align your life with it. The power is not going to be released. If you're quoting it and you're living it, that's different. Hallelujah. <laughs> you will be led into a whole, complete life. That sounds good with some butter on it. Come on. I want some of that sweetness. 
there is an incentive to follow the words of Jesus. If your life is crumbling and it goes up and down, ask yourself, where am I not following Jesus? If you don't feel like your, your life is becoming whole and there's no joy in your heart, ask yourself, if I'm walking around looking depressed, I need to ask myself, where am I not following this word that's like the rain and the snow that doesn't come back until it's watered something and that it's blossomed something? And you know what? It doesn't happen tomorrow. I obey Jesus today. How come there's nothing? Okay, like <laughs> I tithe for two weeks. It doesn't work. <laughs> right? I tried tithing before. It doesn't work. Well, how long did you do it for? Well, two weeks. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah? You guys see what I'm talking about? It takes time. It takes time to catch up to you. Hallelujah. So when you start walking in obedience, I'm telling you, walk in obedience in every area of your life, with your body, with your purity, with your relationships, with your calling, with your words, with your mouth. And it sounds so hard because it sounds like such a big task. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Man, I, I got to be perfect. Are you telling me I got to be perfect? No, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, walk around, shut the light, close the door, do things right as you're walking, set things right into motion, clean things up as you do it. You don't got to clean the whole house at once. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eat the elephant one bite at a time and I'm getting excited hallelujah Woo! Jesus hallelujah hallelujah Amen. it's not so hard to live a life of order just do it as you're walking Walk. one step Make things right, right during the conversation. If someone said something that they bugged you in that conversation, clear it out of the way. The longer you wait to set something right in your life, the more it's going to be like those dishes that you left. And you're not going to leave dishes right in the in your sink for like three weeks because it's going to stink. Why do we do that with our relationships? Why do we do that with anger, with, with offense in our heart? Hallelujah. Come on. Alright. Benefits of aligning with Jesus. There's a sense of accomplishment when you obey. Anybody with me on that? Yeah. I told the story before. When when kids do when kids are at the park, and they do something they want they want the parent to watch them, you know, jump on the slide, right? Why? Because there's something about approval. There's something about 
knowing that someone's watching you. And every time you do something good, and every time you make the right decision, you know that God is watching you. Hallelujah. I told that story about at Walmart when I thought they weren't going to charge they charged me the right thing on my receipt. And I went back and I, I said, did I pay the right thing? It feels like this is not right. Right? And they said, what, what do you mean? You want to pay less? I'm like, no, it just feels like there's something wrong. See, when I, le I, I told the story. And when I left, I was so happy and I had so much joy because I knew that my father was watching me do the right thing. In my secret place, in my dark place, what I'm watching on TV, what I'm watching on my computer screen. There's more joy in that obedience than whatever that thing could bring you. The pleasure of life or whatever. There's more pleasure in pleasing the Father. Who's with me? Hallelujah. <sighs> did you see? Did you see? I did the right thing. I turned it off. Did you see I just gave that donation? I didn't tell anybody. I just sold a thousand dollars somewhere. I didn't even tell someone. Whew. Try that one day. Just take a thousand dollars and sew it. And don't tell your wife. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying though, just don't tell someone. The moment you tell someone, it's like you're getting robbed. It's you and me, Jesus. You know what I struggle with? I got this pleasure. God likes to be pleasured. It's a father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's the father's good pleasure to give you the king. He gets pleasure out of you getting the kingdom. I love it. When you align yourself with God and Jesus and his words, you can know without a doubt that all things are working out for your good. I personally, this is just my thought, I don't think all things work out for your good if you're not obeying Jesus. Hallelujah? It's like, oh, I'm going to quote, all things are working out for my good, but I just killed someone. Everything's working out for my good, right? There's nothing in the Bible? No, that's not how it works, right? Why? Because that verse actually says, all things are working out for your good for those who what? Who what? Those who? Obey. Love me. All things are working out for your good for those who love me. What does that mean? If you love me, you will obey me. Hallelujah. Man, I'm, I, I, I'm, oh man, this is good. I'm going to write a book about this. Praise the Lord. Come on. This is good because we can be so delusional about the Bible. I can do anything I want and all things going to work out for my good. 
Because I love God. Well, if you love God, you're going to obey Him. And that, that I'm, I'm giving you incentives to obey God. The Word of God will only obey, it will only work for your life. It will only come and water and bring you wholeness, like I was talking about in that verse, and bring joy to your life. It will only work if you're applying it correctly. If you're applying the verse correctly to your life. He makes all things work together for my good. He makes all things. Let's sing that together. Work together for my good. He makes all things work together for my good. He makes all things work together for my good. Let's sing one more time. He makes all things work together for my good. He makes all things work together for my good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know that all things, I'm just saying there's, there's a knowing when you obey Him, when you align your life with Him, when you align your call with Him, when you align your words with Him, you know that all things are working out for us. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I just feel like this is such an important word, guys. Why? Because I, I actually care about every single person in here. I don't want us to be delusional and wonder why things are not blossoming in our lives. It starts here. Right? And then it goes to here. And this and this, if this is right, it will be humble enough to get this right. You see what I'm saying? If your heart is right, you're going to be humble enough to get your head right. 